So comes from phase 468 of the Course of Miracles, the message of the holy relationship. So it goes, yet we are, and then what he's saying, the first sentence is, they've been describing what we're not quite a lot in the book, yeah? So he, that's what he says, the first sentence. Yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. So all the descriptions of you are not of you. Like all the descriptions, the Enneagram, picking out what kind of number, personality, or characteristics you have, they're all about a you, but it's not of you. Astrology is all about a you, but not of you. Yeah? All the stuff you can learn about is always, 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 the only thing you're learning is not about you. Really. Yeah. You can't learn about you. There's not, it's not like you've missed the class about you. There is no learning about what you are. You can only find out about what you are. Yeah? While it's, while it's being, so to speak. So, the only study you can have, like Dogen said, a great Zen master from Japan, he said to study Buddhism is to study the self, and to study the self is to forget the self. So the feeling of self, or the sense of it, or the idea of it is the uh, of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing, yeah, a thing amongst other things, but far superior to all the other things, just based on that it's you. <laughs> you know, the me elevates it from a typical you to an incredible, fantastic me. Because you're not going to think about that many yous as much as you're going to think about the me. You're going to think about the me all fucking day. The thought system is you're not. So thought system, while thinking about the me, implies it's you thinking about the me. That's what it does. It can't make it so, but it just barrages constantly the assumption, the insinuation. It's like in, in, if you watch politics, they, some group presents a lie, they present it first, and they repeat it quite a lot, and then it gets totally cemented into truth when somebody who thinks they have the truth debates it. Yeah? Because the debating brings it into a reality it didn't have, nor will ever have. The only way, if, the only true thing you could do on any of those shows is, hey, that's a lie. And just stay with that. Every time, whoa, 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 that's a lie. You know, you'd probably never be asked back but you'd fucking have done a public service. That's a lie, because as soon as it's debated, it gets credence, yeah? As soon as it's attended to, it seems to become real. That's what's happening with the mental process. It's attending to an idea of being you that's not real, yeah? But the attending to it sort of makes it seem real, yeah? But it's not real. It doesn't matter how much we believe it's true or... Assume it's true, understand it's true, it ain't true. That's the beauty of it, yeah? The beauty of the great, you know, the wisdom of no escape is that there's no need to escape, basically. That's the beauty of it. If there was no escape and you were in a fucking jail, that would be hell. But the great solution in this, in this topic is the great wisdom of no escape is there's nothing to escape from in one, in one way, yes? That's the beauty of it. So no escape is the clearest view of an imaginary place that you have to escape from. No escape is the clear view. There is no escape from an imaginary place. That's the escape. It sounds like a little trickery, but you have to see the mental logic is, seems very logical, but it's based on an insanity. That you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. It's totally insane. But from there, if that gets to not to be addressed, then it's logical that you should be worrying about what's going to happen to you next year, obsessively, because there's an assumption you have some power and control, and how do you have any power of control over what's not happening? You don't. All you're exerting power and control on what's not happening makes it seem to happen. See, there is no plant. When we start looking for the plant, we're the sunlight that the plant grows on. <laughs> there is no plant. But when we start looking for the plant, yeah, 
where the sunlight suddenly the plant has it thrives under our looking yeah so when I'm looking for me all day and triangulating me all day that's what produces the sense of me that me isn't producing any sense at all there isn't one we are producing the sense how could something seem real if it ain't real if it ain't real, it ain't real, right? Obviously, or like in the court, in the big book of AA, they say God is or God isn't. It's either you know which one. It's God is or he ain't. It's not like oh God is a little bit, you know. And then I hope I really wish he gets to be a little more, you know. But I did something wrong, so now it's a little less. No, it's not like you know, it's not like a cake mix with a little. All right, throw a little God in there, and then I cook the cake, and then I ice it with me all day. No, it's either God is or God ain't. Yeah. So if something isn't real, how it, the only way it could appear to be real would be it appeared to be real to what is real. Where did it get lent reality? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like a check cashing place. You know, it's not like a, a weekly loan. All right. I know, I'm not fucking real, I know it, but I'm, I'm going to get a loan of, from reality. That's basically what's happening. We're lending reality to things, and then they seem to be as real as real can be. And then suddenly, if something happens, like the camera gets hit, the head, and then all that that had so much interest in being real, and your whole story is based on it, suddenly doesn't seem to be so. It doesn't, it wasn't like a gradual fading out. It's like, wow, it was, you know what I mean? It really, it, 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 it never was. So you don't have to deconstruct what is, because it never was. And what are you left with? You're sitting there seeing still. You're the last thing standing. When everything that you've made real reveals itself to be unreal, what's the only reality left? You're the last woman or man standing. <laughs> So, all right, you want to reverse engineer everything, unreal, unreal, comes back here, or you can start from this and then see everything. You know, it's going to go either way. There's a dualistic movement here. You can either see netty, netty, not this, not this, not this, not da, 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 or just start with not this, and then that's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, you're going to go, it's going to come about somehow, either... <laughs> get constantly disillusioned over and over again and when you see oh something you love's missing who's still there you when something you love's there what's still there you you'll realize that you're at every scene of every crime but it may take a long fucking time a lot of forensic <laughs> investigations but why not if you see that which you're taking yourself to be isn't you because this is how everything else is being given meaning of being a thing, therefore real, is the meaning this has been given. This is real, and therefore all things are real. How could this thing be real, and then no other things be real? It doesn't work that way. This is lent reality, and then that reality is lent to everything else. The Course describes it perfectly, in you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming, now, how the hell could dreaming forget that it's dreaming? Only in a dream. <laughs> That's the only fucking place, because it's not a place, that it could seem to be so. There's no way it would get any traction in reality. But in a dream, it can seem to be so. Yeah. It can, in a dream, the dreaming can seem to forget that it's dreaming. Now, obviously, this isn't like a giant convoluted theses from 8,000 years of catacomic little study. It's simple, yeah? It's very simple. If that... Oh, I lost my train there. What was I saying? It was good. Oh, yeah, so the dreaming forgets that it's dreaming by taking itself to be a dreamt, yeah? How else? How else could the dream seems so real unless the reality gave it the meaning. 
our reality doesn't give the dream we're having at night a reality when we wake up in the morning because now we wake up in the larger or let's say the more persistent dream so from that position we see that which seems so real while we were sleeping immediately gets unrealed when you wake up because then you're in this and this in a sense in our little hierarchy this is more dominant than the dream at night and we call this reality but what would happen if we were if we woke up from this into a larger dream from the larger dream we would say oh this is a dream and that would stay as the reality and so on and so forth that's what selfing does when one dream is revealed it says the net where it's being revealed from which is only reality becomes another dream by having it claimed and it goes on and on and on and on yeah so as soon as there's as soon as there's true seeing, the mental state claims it and says, "I'm the one that's seeing." And there's the dream again. The dream immediately—it's like a bubble suddenly blows up around. And therefore, all right, now you're thinking you're really clear. But this—it's like Ramana said, you're in the you're in the movie theater and you're sitting in a seat and you realize the movie's unreal. But there's an assumption that you're real, seeing the unreality of the whole movie. But he says the circle, there's another chair, this one right here, honey. The circle is much larger. The circle of the unreality is the person sitting in the theater thinking it's sore that, oh, everything I'm watching is unreal. That's also unreal. Yeah? See, here the unreality is saying, I'm, I've now noticed unreality, and now once again the flag is put, I'm still, I'm now the reality, but no. It's still in the unreality, yeah? Because the dreaming, yes, yes, yes. So the dreaming forgets that it's dreaming by being identified as the dreamt. Now, it couldn't be true. It can't happen, but it can seem to be happened. And what's the most important ingredient for it to seem to be happened? Well, two, there's got to be space for it to happen in and time for it to happen. Yeah? There you go. That's dreaming. All right, so how is that forgetfulness seemingly produced? I don't know. This is my humble assertion. I believe it's identification as a self. And that identification as a self, which is not possible, keeps seeming to be possible because the constant obsessiveness the mental state has around that idea. So every time the mental state obsesses about something... It's really using that to reinforce the someone that's seemingly obsessing, which is the identification as a self. And it will have tons of obsessions, which will never lead to finding out the true obsession, which is the obsession with the idea of being a self. Yeah? That's spinning all the other obsessions. All the other obsessions are to reinforce that obsession. Yeah? All right, so that's how it happens, seemingly. What happens when this is in place? Now, everything I dreamt, meaning thoughts, feelings, everything, everything, everything I dreamt is now given the ability to affect me. It had no ability to affect me as what I am or as the dreaming, but in the dream it seems to have a huge ability to affect me as the dreamt. That's every day here. If you really went to a doctor of life this would be his, after all his fucking x-rays of the non-existent thing, this would be the diagnosis. Yes, I'm breaking it to you right now. <laughs> you and I are the dreaming of this dream. Maybe 11 o'clock at the hospital, just, they pull the shades down. Sit down, Mr. Hedeman. All right. I've got some good news and bad news. All right. Give me the good news. All right. There is... <laughs> You are a non-existent thing. <laughs> All right. What's what could possibly be the bad news? <laughs> you are a non-existent thing that's taking itself to be an existent thing. Yeah. Now a non-existent thing is no thing really, which is everything. Yeah. So now it's taking itself to be a thing, and in this condition. You have given you everything you've dreamt, which is me, the doctor, who's given you this bad fucking news, which is going to affect you greatly. You've given everything you're dreaming the power to affect you. 
So don't blame me, Mr. Heaven. <laughs> You're the dreaming. <laughs> you got cancer. Whoa! <laughs> but isn't it really? If you look at it, I don't know, maybe... I haven't heard of any other diagrams that sort of fit it. So what does this show? Over and over again, all the samples, all the examples, all the little intimations show, they all point to the Rome that you're at. And there ain't no Rome. You're, you're it. We are the reality that's dreaming itself into this dream. Yeah? Part of the ride when you're in the dream is to believe you're the dreamt. And in that condition, for this to seem real, this has to be lent reality. Where does it get it from? It's not a, a reality bank. It's us. Yeah? We're giving everything all the meaning it has. We are giving everything all the meaning it has. There is no... There's no exemption in that statement. It's very comprehensive. We're, we are giving everything, which is pretty inclusive, yeah? All, which is pretty... It summarizes completely. Yeah, everything and all. It doesn't say you're giving about 80% of the day the meaning it has, and then the day is enforcing at least 20% of reality on your ass. Yeah? And if you're in a relationship, that girl or boy is at least inserting 30% of effect on your ass. <laughs> and if it's a marriage, it's 55% on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you are you and I are the dreaming of the dream. The dreaming. It said we it doesn't say you and I are the dream, because there isn't any dream. There's an activity, dreaming. The dreaming of the dream. There is no dream without dreaming. The dreaming precedes the dream. Without dreaming, there is no dream. There's no thing called a dream that somehow we just parachuted in. You know, there is, it's not like between Nebraska and, and Michigan, you know, in a fucking other dimension. There's no place called the dream. It's an activity, dreaming. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. You and I are the living of the life. Yeah? You and I are the seeing of the seeing. You and I are the hearing of the hearing. Yeah? It doesn't imply that we're a thing. It, it implies an activity. Let's call it being. Yeah? It's, it's not be, it's being. Here in manifestation, what is, is being. Yeah? That's an activity. So, we're more like a, we're more of a verb than anything like a noun. We're basically verbing. So, you and I are verbing the verb. Well, let's say, actually, we're verbing the nouns. Yeah. And then, by forgetting that, we give all the nouns the ability to affect us as a noun. Yeah? As a noun. Now things don't go my way. If you were going along with the way, you would never see things go, not going your way. You wouldn't. That wouldn't be the vision that was available. You have to stop to have direction and, and intent given to everything. You have to stop and now say, it's happening to me. Life is happening to me. If you're going with it, life is just happening. And I'm saying there is no noun. But when the mental state says, I'm putting my fucking imaginary foot down and here I am, suddenly everything now has direction and from this view seems to have intent. Yeah. So now something that was just going its way seems to be coming at you in your way. And you love to get out of the way. And we're not that good at getting out of the way. So we have a lot of fucking resentments and anger and fucking pissed offness because things aren't going our way. Which, th there was never a... Like that mailman. A mailman from, you know, the spiritual realm never comes and says, all right, you've got 80 years of everything going your way, Mr. Hedman. You don't ever get that, do you? What fixates you as a noun if you're not? 
The mental state does. It triangulates you with thought as a body in a certain place at a certain time, and then the shit can find you like flies find shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> if you keep on moving and grooving, nothing. But if you stop, <laughs> why do you think all this seeking is? The mental state profoundly wants to be solid and stationary, yet it can't help itself. So now it's seeking things to help it become more solid and stationary. And if you're in the spiritual circuits, those are enlightenment and awakening and peace with the hopes that that would, that would locate us and we would be peaceful. I would be enlightened. I would have peace. Yeah, as a solitary, stationary little flag location, when enlightenment is like enlightening, peacing, joying, freeing. Yeah, it's not like coagulating and suddenly getting absorbed by your thingness into I am enlightened. <laughs> in this, you don't sit. It's not like sitting in a tub. You're swimming. Yeah. You're going with things. There is no noun to be found. So here in this little reading, I'm going to get back to it, for my friend John. Yet we have heard a very similar description earlier, but it was not of you. See, the description is never going to be of you. You, what we are, cannot be described. It's so incredible. What we are cannot be described. So every description of you is not of you. Even when we're describing ourselves to someone, it's not of us. We're describing what we're not to somebody. There's no way in hell you're going to describe what you are. Because it's what's prior to describing. But the strange idea, which it definitely freaking is, which it does accurately describe you think is you. That idea is what? I'm going to use from this little humble view, the feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. This strange idea that I'm a thing, Blue Jay here. Yes, you're not a thing, Blue Jay. He's coming for satsang. But this, still this strange idea which it does accurately describe you think is you. See, the, prem, the whole importance is you think is you. It's not, it's never is you. It's preceded by you think it's you. The only way it can seem to be you is basically through thought. You think it's you. It doesn't say you feel is you. That gets produced by the thoughts. You think it's you. Because you cannot feel nothing. You can't, there's not a feeling of nothing. Reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours, right here, these, yeah, these are not your eyes, these are the body's eyes, they have never been signed over to you. You don't have a little, I have, I ordered two blue eyes. Yes, I signed, see, only sole proprietor, Paul Hederman, you know, <laughs> reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you. Just try it if you, if you, right now, if I could get the perceptual narration from Chris's camera location, it would probably make no sense to this location. Yeah? Because this location, that location, never see anything. They only see the past. It's all based on memory banks. Reason would tell you that the world you see through eyes that are not yours must make no sense to you. To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? To whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? All the messages of our perceptions and our thinking and our interpreting and translating feelings. I, people don't even know the difference between excitement and nervousness a lot of time. 
they're excited about something, they're thinking they're nervous. Yeah? It's like a great day awaiting them, but they're, they're thinking they're nervous, they're excited. Yeah? So, this is a cool one, man. So, to whom would seeing such as this send back its messages? So, the seeing such as this, which is a form of looking called self-centeredness, to whom do these messages send, get, get sent back to? To the mental fucking state. They don't go to the innermost. They go to the outermost. The brain. Yeah? To whom would seeing such a descend back as messages? Surely not you. Whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. What is he talking about there? What are they talking about? This is what sees the world, these eyes. He's talking about an eye that's totally independent of that. That's the seeing, in a sense. That's mind, not gazing out of a faculty-producing lens, but just its own nature, which is seeing, or awareness. That's the eye he's talking about, or that this is talking about. Surely not you whose sight is wholly independent of the eyes that look upon the world. You're not seeing the dream at night. Your eyes aren't seeing fucking anything. But they're seeing. The mind is seeing it. Yeah? The mind doesn't need this. It makes huge universes while you're in bed. That have colors, depth, all that. Lots of things going on. Yet there's nothing, there's no eye that's seeing a damn thing. But the mind's eye. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? Exactly. All it shows is the past, and the past is fucking nothing. <clears throat> it just constantly replicates and repeats the idea that you're a someone by seeing everything else as a something. If this is not your vision, what can it show to you? The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. What the mind, big M mind is seeing, the brain cannot interpret it. The collator of all this information, of all the perceptions, of all the experiences, cannot interpret what's truly seen. It is never going to recognize it, because it is not. The brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. This you would understand, hopefully. Yeah. The brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. This, the, this dreaming right now, and the dreamt, not the dreaming, the dreamt, this, when it seems to be solid and stationary, yes, the brain is interpreting this. Yeah? And it interprets this whole place to the reference of you and I being a body. All the faculties have been commandeered, are being used to, yes, to interpret this to the body. Just like when in self-centeredness you see everything as how it pertains to you. That's an interpretation, yeah, to you as a body. This is what the brain is doing. All this information coming in gets collated, and the brain interprets this whole place, this whole dream, not to the dreaming, it interprets it to the dreamt. Yeah? Therefore, when it's interpreting it to the dreamt, the dreaming is being used to ratify the reality of the dreamt. Yes? And the dream. We're not seeing the dreaming so that we could really understand the dream, we're seeing the dream from the dreamt, which causes us not to entertain there's any dreaming going on. The same quote-unquote event, one is timeless, which is seeing, or what you want to call the dreaming, and then the other is in time, where the reality is the dreamt, yeah? In that, the brain is interpreting this whole event to the body. It's ratifying all of this to ratify this. Yeah. 
the seeing can't be interpreted by the brain. So you're not going to know the seeing from the dreamt. Know that you're not the dreamt and that's the seeing. But you're not going to know the seeing as the dreamt. But by realizing you're not the dreamt, that's the seeing. Yeah? Now the dream isn't taken to the exclusion of the dreaming. The dream, like a mirage, is seen and everything like that, but there's the sense of the dreaming is felt. Where when you're identified completely as a body, there's just the dream. Yeah? The spirit is a is something a vague idea in the dream, which has absolutely no influence on you except maybe Sunday morning at nine o'clock if you go to a church for forty minutes, or some other very, very infrequent little vague visitation of that which is always so. It now becomes totally, totally under addressed. And we make up ideas about it in the dream. And we call that the truth. But how could the truth be seen from falsehood? If falsehood was deeming something the truth, is that the truth? If it's being claimed by falsehood, is that the truth of the situation? And where is that going to constantly be reinforced? By the brain's collating of this sort of dream to identify the dreamt as reality, and it's not communicating to what we are. It can't interpret this place to what we are. But what we are can interpret this place to itself. And from what you are, this is a dreaming. There is no dreamt. All there is, is that which is dreaming, appearing seemingly as zillions of things that are being dreamt. The horse is put in front of the cart. Things make sense then. Now you're not waiting for the perceptual camera to get it. (laughs) Because it's not going to get it. It's not meant to get it. It's meant to see things. It's not meant to sense the seeing of no thing. Because you can't see no thing. You can't turn a machine that's meant to see things and find no thing. It's going to see nothing. Which is everything, but it won't recognize it. Because it just says it. The brain cannot interpret what's seen. It can't get it. It can make it something that it says it had. It can make it something that it wants to get. But it can't get it because there's no getting it. We are it. We are so it, there's not one nanosecond of, of time between us and us. And there's no, not one nano inch of space between us and us. We're so it that we don't notice it because we're looking for something. We want to see something appear. And that which always is appearing never appears. It's, it's like the perfect thing with the fish. The fish could be totally, totally oblivious to being in water. Because it's in water constantly. And if it had self-centeredness, there could be a lot of fish swimming around in the ocean thinking they're dry and blaming themselves for some fucking reason. Yeah? Or going to meetings about getting wet. Or being, not now, but someday wet. No, you're dry. Don't forget that. You are, you are fucked. But you will be better. It, you think it sounds absurd when you use the fish, but what's happening here? The dreamt, yeah, is trying to get out of a dream that it's the dreaming of. <laughs> The only way out is never through the dreamt. It's realizing you're not the dreamt. And then the way out is you were never in. (laughs) That's the sleight of hand. And it duplicates itself. No matter how many traps or handcuffs the selfing has, it's just one way. You don't go one way to get out of it. You realize you're not in what you think you're in to get out of it. It's not a moving away, it's a recognizing you're not in. It's never a moving away, because the moving away, just like the debate, the moving away validates the reality of what you're trying to move away from. 
You've just given it the meaning of being the fucking thing I was in. It's always the same, no matter how many handcuffs, no matter the newest Turkish version handcuff, the ancient handcuffs of China, same thing. You struggle, it catches you more. You realize the only way to get out is realize you're not in. And how do you realize you're not in? Not as the dreamt, but from the dreaming. Yes? Dreamt is a fucking neutered, empty noun. The dreaming is being, aliveness, incessant onness, presence. That's what it feels like, yeah? The non-existent thing is like a... It's like... It's assuming it's an empty space that's constantly... It's like that thing in Tibetan Buddhism, the, the ravenous, hungry ghost. It's got a huge belly and a very small mouth. It can never get enough. Constantly, constantly seeking, 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 seeking. Never finding satiation. Yeah? That's the dream. The dreaming... The dream, see, the, from the dreaming, there is no dreamt. Yeah? There's just dreaming. It never came... It never... It never broke the bank of, of seemingly so. It never becomes the dreamt. Only being identified as what's being dreamt, then it can seem to become the dreamt, which is us. And then everything we're dreaming now has the power to affect us. As what? The dreamt. This is like... Really, all you need is this one spiritual physical. Really. You know, go in, see Dr. No One, he just gives it to you, on your way. So here it goes. The brain cannot interpret, the brain cannot interpret what your vision sees. Because your vision sees nothing. What what the brain does, it interprets that into something. But what it says you cannot understand, yet you have listened to it. Why the hell are we listening to that insane GPS? Have you ever followed it? All right, I'm on the road of life. I'm punching happy joy. Now I've punched it so many times, I'm not even going to ask for happy joys as a freedom. How about a little bit of happiness? <laughs> See if it can get me there. You know what I mean? I've given up on joy and fucking satisfaction. Just a, a little break, let's say. You know, okay, uh, here's your itinerary. Drink the detox juice in the morning, an hour of stretching, exfoliating the skin, scrub, three shampoos and moisturizers. All right, now go to the yoga studio, work out three hours, all these postures, then go have vegan raw sandwich, but seedless, no flour. See, then go back out, go buy some more yoga pants and a new yoga top, go to the next class, and then, all right, either you'll be exhausted and you'll be, you know, you'll think Die Hard 9 is like fucking gone with the wind, you know. Yeah. And then you go the next day, go to your little GPS, oh, wise one, direct me, let me have a, full, a fulfilling day today. Okay, bum, 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 bum. yeah, that's slavery. Because what happens? You do all that shit, it never gets to you. It goes up to the mental accountant. All right, let me collate. All right, you did enough work. Did you do any service today? Okay, you did service. Did you help that old lady across? No, you didn't. Uh-oh, you lose 500 points there. You should have helped that lady. Walk. And it's like it's like a deal, isn't it? And then it goes... And then it, this big drum roll, and uh, you get an hour of enjoyment, you know, tonight. And maybe a pint of agen which you'll be guilty about the next day. Do not, so here, you have not realized it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. For you have received no messages at all you understand. <laughs> For you have listened to what can never communicate at all. <laughs> Think then what happens. Denying what you are, which is, how is that? Oh, I'm not denying what I am. Well, if, if you're act actively identifying with what, you, what you're not, that's the denying of what you are. 
It doesn't look like you're denying, but you erupt the ass of self, and that's the act of denial of what you are. Yeah? You have not realized it is impossible to understand what fails entirely to reach you. You have received no messages at all, you understand, for you have listened to what can never communicate at all. Think then what happens. Denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. <laughs> this something else that you have made to be yourself becomes your sight. You now take the action figures perceptions and the brain's interpretations as yours. The thoughts are yours. The interpretation of feelings are yours. Everything now suddenly becomes yours, not as the dreaming, but as the dreamt. Yeah? That you yet it must be the something else that sees and as not you. All, all you need, really, is to see it as other, or as a parasitical movement, or a foreign installment, or a non-organic entity that took you over. Just give it a sense of otherness, and I'll tell you, some space will be available. Once you start seeing, hey, if I'm not that, this is what happened with me. Something occurred, and I was reading this statement in AA, and it mentioned self is what has defeated us. And it was so clear that when I saw that word self, what it meant was a foreign installment, a parasitical movement, not me, not what I am. It was super, super clear. And then the whole sentence made totally new sense. Yeah? So being convinced that self manifested in various ways, how does it do it? He's describing it right here. Yeah? Denying what you are and firm in faith that you are something else. See, this is it. You have to believe it for it to seem to be so. This is our active role in here. They talk about it as faith. I talked about faith the last few weeks. Faith to me is a force of mind. And that Jesus says, you know, you have this faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Well, we're moving mountains all day. We're making mountains out of nowhere. And now, and we're really like... Every day we wake up and we got the Rocky Mountains in front of us. You know, fuck, fuck, I'm overwhelmed. You haven't even gotten out of bed yet. It's like looks like a nine thousand foot trek. We're making mountains out of fucking molehills. Faith, energy, faith isn't your faith or my faith, nor is it our faith. It's not located in Islam or Buddhism or Christianity. It's a force of mind that's super influential right now. As you believe, so it is. Yeah? It doesn't say, so it is, therefore you believe it. No, you're not perceiving reality. As you believe, so it is. It's you first, and then everything seems real. It's not everything's real that imposes itself on you. It's you taking yourself to be this that gives reality to all of, all of that. Yeah? Put the horse, at least let the horse for a little bit, picture it in front of the cart. Just see, just see how it feels when you hear something like this. Doesn't it feel like a much clearer alignment than being this action figure that's on the treadmill of time, trying to just keep it... Doesn't even want to be happy anymore. It's given up on that. When you get to a certain age, you just don't want to die. You don't want that fucking vertebrae to go out without doing anything. You wake up in the morning, oh, wow! What? I didn't even stretch and it's fucking out. My neck's creaking. You know what I mean? I can't control my bowel movements. You're not hoping for much at all. It's just, Jesus, I just want to get home. <laughs> I want to get home in my safe. Come, just get in and close all the doors. Watch, watch Rockford Files all day. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> What's come to us? That person was vibrant at one time. We were all fucking alive. Dancing and jumping around. Your vision would, of course, render this quite unnecessary. Yes! There's the vision he's talking about. Now he's implying there's your vision, which is what we are. If that could be sensed, it puts a a huge damper on all the other shenanigans. 
when you show up, all the little dogs roll over. So your vision would, of course, render this quite unnecessary. Yet if your eyes are closed and you have called upon this thing to lead you, which is the selfing, basically, yeah, it's not a thing, it's an activity, but isn't it leading us? It's informing us how we were, how we're going to be, how we are. Isn't it? Aren't you being critiqued all day? Reason, so, yet if your eyes are closed and you have called upon this thing to lead you, asking it to explain to you the world it sees, you have no reason not to listen. Because you, hear, you think it's you. You do. You think it's your most intimate companion. You, you think it's the Greek oracle. Against all evidence contrary, you still want to take its counsel. Deep down, you, you know it's right about how wrong you are. You do. You really feel like you are wrong. That you don't deserve much. That you're lucky you're just getting whatever little bit you're getting. There is a belief in there. That's one of the last hooks we're all on. Sort of like a metal ball in your gut. In these action figures. Yet if your eyes are closed and you have called and you have called upon so if there isn't a sense of seeing and you're dominated by a form of looking, that form of looking is blind to the seeing. So basically your true eyes are closed while these are open. Yes? Yet if your eyes are closed and you have called upon this thing to lead you, asking it to explain to you the world that sees, you have no reason not to listen, nor to suspect that what it tells you is not true. Reason would tell you it cannot be true because you do not understand it. God has no secrets. He does not lead you through a world of misery, waiting to tell you at the journey's end why he did this to you. That's the dreamt playing God in the dream. In the dreamt. Yeah. This is just another way of attempting. There is something that's going on, which is the scene. Yeah. And then there's another activity going on. One is timeless, so it's always available at all times. One is of time, so therefore it can be interrupted and stopped. Right? A wrench can be thrown in its works because they are works. Like it says, faith without works. Well, faith without these selfing works, there would be no sense of this fucking place. Faith needs all this working that mental state is doing to make this fucking place seem so. Yeah? That thing that which isn't so, that is produced in time, a wrench can be thrown in it. And what happens when a wrench stops it? What continues? What didn't get stopped? What, when it blinks, what doesn't blink? Then another possibility has been brought into the mix. You could be seeing life from, or have a more dominant view from the vision, not from the looking. And all that you're looking for is really brought to it by the vision. The relief isn't in this place, it's of that. The relief comes through into our life, doesn't come to us in life, it comes through us into life. Again, you see, the the mental state always, even when you have the horse in front of the cart, it will presuppose the cart back in front of the horse. Yeah? It's always, you think you got it, all right, I got it all lined up. It's going to claim it. And there's the caught. But the seeing of it, if you see that is, that's its habit, you won't be fooled after a while. Because this isn't ho- ever happening. It's, it's, a, it's a sleight of hand. It, it's behind, the cart's behind the horse. It's never going to be in front of the horse. It can only seem to be in front of the horse. Yeah? It's a sleight of hand. You can see the whole trick, and then it won't. Then you, as the vision, won't be tricked. Yeah. Now it stabilizes. Blue is like they say in Zen. Blue is blue. Red is red. You know, 
ca- you know, carry water, cook rice. It's that fucking simple in a lot of ways. Yeah. This is one of the really good descriptions of the dreaming and the dreamt. It's beautiful. And how the dreaming forgets itself, seemingly, and then it sees from the dreamt's point of view, which is self-centeredly. And that's not seeing, that's looking. Yeah? And as as St. Francis says, what's looking is what you are truly looking for. All this looking for from the point of view of a self, is really looking for what's looking, which isn't the point of view of a self. It's seeing. Always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary. If you catch the thief in the house, it becomes very, very meek. They'll put down the silverware. (laughs) Sorry. I knew I wasn't invited. Yes, seriously. You can catch it. You can see it. You're prior to all of its moves. Yeah? You can see it. Once you see it, it puts the silverware down. It does. Once it has the silverware, it says it's its silverware, and you're seen as the thief. Then the master seems to get kicked out of its own house, and it becomes the new master. And now you see a new, which is only looking in an old fucking way, over and over again. It's not even dreaming, it becomes re-dreaming. Every day is like re-dreaming the dreamt, the same fucking dreamt. It's not even, ex- much more exciting at night, isn't it? You're flying and universe is here, you, you know... You can't find your belt or something, you know. It's some fucking. So it's like you know, you're like you're like Avatar in the dream. Here, you just fucking. No one's paying any attention to you. You try to wear the best clothes you can. No one notices anything. You're so you're so insubstantial. It's causing an ache in you. The lack of relevance. You can't seem to imply any force on anything. Yeah. Well. Sounds like the ocean almost, the car. It's like great. We're near the sea. Huh? Any questions today?